Blog Talk Radio. This episode of The Drum is brought to you by 15 Hertz and the Marcus Graham Project and is sponsored by PepsiCo, Beats Electronics, and Usher's New Look Foundation. Don't click that button. What's up, everybody? You all are tuned into The Drum, and let me introduce to you the lovely Derezny Morning. Hey, everybody. This is she, Derezny Morning, and uh, let me introduce to you my great co-host who keeps me calm and cool and collected because he is Clayton Paisley. So we got a lot of great information that we're going to provide to you all today. We even have a guest speaker, our creative director within 15 Hertz. Uh, We got a lot of good stories to tell. We've done so much this weekend, and I only celebrated the 4th of July by turning up, (laughs) to be honest. But we already have started off the week meeting great people like Tyree. Oh wow. You know, we were on the Tom Morning on the Tom Jordan Morning Show. Yes. We just left a workshop with Marcus Collins. So uh, we got a lot to tell. We, we, we definitely do, we definitely do. We definitely gonna get into it right after we play this song. So hey, we're gonna start off, we're gonna do a little bit of Tyrese Shane. My son, when was your last confession? I'm here. Right now. My wife. My life. I'm doing wrong. How did I get here? I feel like this unseen force is stopping me from doing right. I'm ashamed of me 
Yeah, studio. Uh, Tom Jordan wasn't there, but I was happy. I got to be Sybil, who I've always been a fan of. I just really like her voice over the air. Um, and he, he, Kyrie's jammed with, with his whole, his crew. He has, like, his background singers um, on his instrument players and all those things around that. What did you think yeah. about the session? Yeah, first off, I mean, he killed it. He, for those of you who are just now tuning in, we had the opportunity to sit in on the Tom Joyner Morning Show, and we had a very, they had a very special guest, which was Tyrese. Tyrese came in. Uh, he was actually promoting for his uh, album that he's dropping on the 10th called Black Rose. And, like, for me personally, like, mm-hmm. just listening and seeing him in a room live, it was pretty, it was nice, you know. And just actually after we were able to talk to him, after he performed, I had a whole nother respect, like a whole nother level of respect for Tyrese. I already had respect for him, but the way he just sat down and talked to us just one-on-one, just gave us that real, you know. That- <laughs> he he took advantage of having such young um, and inspiring, hungry professionals in this room. Because yeah, for a second, I was like, you know, are you going to be the, the diva? Are you going to act for tea and water? But he was like, nah, I'm, you know, I have, I'm going to talk to y'all once I'm done with this business. So we went into the hallway, and he provided us great words of advice. What did you take away from that? Oh, what I took away was your, you need to focus more on what you're not, what you're unfamiliar with. Mm. That's where most of your success will come from. Things that you're familiar with, you, you're, too, you're used to it. You know, like he expressed that, hey, I'm singing. Yeah, I sing. That's something I'm familiar with. But most of my success came from me from being unfamiliar with things such as movies. You know, he he was in what did he say over? He was in two movies. Yeah. That had that reached over a billion box office. Box like office in hundred years. In, in, in hundred years. So what was it? Yeah, Fast and Transformers. So, um, yeah, he did definitely uh, showed, he provided us wisdom. For those who follow Tyrese on social media, he's always providing some sort of wisdom and advice to his um, his audience, and I really appreciated that. Um, it was great, uh, great, definitely tapping to, and he has a lot of projects coming up, so y'all do not sleep on this man. Be on the lookout for Tyrese, and most importantly, take advantage of um, Black Rose. Go ahead, it's on iTunes, you could pre- you can um, go ahead and pre-order it because he is an independent artist, mm-hmm. and he has his own label now called uh, Voltron Records. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's independent in producing his own work and other people's work. So thank you, Tyrese, for giving you giving us your time and your attention. We appreciate it. We appreciate the talk and advice. We're going to tweet you. Yeah, that's what he said. Stay consistent. Stay, yes. Stay <laughs> consistent, you know, and, you know, we just wanted to show the world. Just give them a little clip. Check out the music, music video. It's hot. It is. It is. So, yeah, appreciate that, Tyrese, and definitely thank you for allowing us to be comfortable with being weird. Yeah, being weird. Yeah. What, what was something that you took out? I like the weird thing because I never, I never believed on being normal. By the time I was in middle school, I thought normal was just a word that shouldn't be in people's vocabulary mm-hmm. because what is the norm? I, I was called weird too much for me not to embrace it. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciated him saying that even though it was 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was like, oh, look, he has some great words to say. 6 in the morning, too. We got we to gotta leave at 4 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. They start recording at 5. It was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. But, I mean, uh, outside of what we did this morning, what did we do this weekend? How was your weekend? Well, 
This is CJ Paisley. Let me tell you about my weekend. I, I enjoyed myself. I had time to actually relax, sit back, and enjoy it with my team members. We made it to the rooftop, watched the fireworks go off, had a couple, you know, drinks since we're of age. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're of age. We, uh, we, we were in the pool. We are basically up on the roof about what, five, eight hours straight. Yeah, we successful barbecue, I would say. We had a successful barbecue. That mac and cheese was a surprise. That mac and cheese was love. <laughs> was, um, this barbecue was definitely better than the first one. Uh-huh. We got Anthony Crawford in here. We're going to talk to him later, but uh, he was barbecuing last time. Let's just see. But he, he got the grill. He got the He got it done. <laughs> he got it done. He got it done. Um, but it was really good. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a bit too exhausted to go back on the roof to see the fireworks, but shout out to these windows. In my living room that I was looking through while I was on the couch. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Fourth of July. Now, during this time, a lot of uh, businesses trying to capitalize, capitalize on the on the holiday. So not only are there promotional sales, um, but, of course, there's ads. And, uh, of course, we, we are young advertisers. So I wanted to bring to the forefront today is Duracell's um, commercial, and this is a commercial that was produced by uh, Anomaly, uh, which recently won Duracell as one of their new businesses in 2014. Yes. And the commercial is one in particular because what it does is it showcases a father who's been deployed overseas or he's away from his family. That's the ultimate picture that you see. And he puts Duracell batteries in a teddy bear and records his voice. To, to say that he records his voice to tell his daughter that I love you, and he sends it home. He sends it home. His daughter gets the teddy bear, and she really grows attached to it. And what you get to see is just her growing attached to it to a point that it doesn't replace her father, and she doesn't want to Skype her father, or she's just waiting for her father to come home, right? And then finally, she hears the same voice that says, I love you, but it's actually him. Now, first and foremost, this is based off of a true story, um, and it was it was an interesting commercial. What do you think? Um, it was it was very interesting, and basically, what they took out of it was regardless, it's a nice reminder that Duracell batteries are good for something more valuable than just sitting in the TV remote. You can actually do it, use it for more. You know, so being innovative and actually coming up with the idea, I'm going to take these batteries, stick it in this bear, and I'm going to mail it to my daughter. It's it's a, it's an American story. It's great. Yeah. It's an American story. It's yeah. great. Um, and, yes, all of this is being featured from um, Ad Week. But one thing I did take away from it is that um, I didn't get to see the lapse in time. Uh, one of the account planners in 15 Hertz is uh, Brian Now, and he is a former Marine. And he explained, like, you're deployed for almost 12 months. You're away from your family for a while. And in the transition of the commercial, you didn't get to see – um, like the time changing, the the season changing, or even the child growing up, because when you're away, people don't, the world don't stop moving. You know, your child's getting taller, growing, they're losing teeth, they're gaining teeth, whatever the situation is, and you didn't really see that. You just, you definitely felt the child's empathy. You felt the sadness of her longing for her father to come back, but it didn't show that long lasting power of Duracell batteries and how even though the batteries were put in the teddy bear and shipped off in January, they were still providing the same energy network service um, throughout the whole year until the father returned. Yeah. So definitely good job on that important anomaly. 
for that great ad that you all provided us with. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much. And you guys anomaly have been great success in 2014 on gaining a lot of new businesses. Um, and another story I want to bring to the forefront that broke after uh, after the 4th of July weekend is L.A. Times. L.A. Times has added a black Twitter reporter, okay? So this is it's not really in depth. Oh, shoot. It was just, <laughs> it was just uh, something. Tell me about this, please. Something, okay, it was something uh, through, um, like, internal memo, and uh, what they decided to do is to capitalize on the black community's voice. So Dexter Thomas, congratulations, you got a job. He he joins um, Los Angeles Times to cover Black Twitter, and his uh, objective is to work closely with the newsroom and the trending hashtag Emerging Us to pay attention to these online communities and see how they can pull stories or create stories with these online communities. So, um, and this this is going to bring us into. I don't want to, like, jump a gun, but it reminds me of Marcus Collins. Um, but this shows the importance of the black voice. Social media, was define social media, according to Marcus. Yeah, you know, social media is the media of the people or a medium of the people. So now we're broadcasting ourselves and the things that we do. We're taking ownership of our content. So black Twitter and all social media platforms, uh, whether it's the, the tribes on Tumblr or the communities on Facebook, they're creating content to share content among themselves. We are all real people, and social media is people media. Yes, it's a network uh, of people. It's a network of exactly, exactly. So um, I think it was smart right now. I do believe that L.A. Times is smart. And um, I don't know, part of me feels like they're not late, but I'm like, finally, because I have a cousin in New York who's, Famous on Black Twitter, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she, Go ahead, do that slow. Yeah, yeah, Davida at Davida Um, Yeah, my cousin <laughs> Davida, she's like, she's, you know, if Black Twitter exists, it's not something tangible, granted, but it's this network of, of people um, who just use Twitter as a micro blog to, to have two way communication. That's what the ultimate goal of Twitter is micro blogging, blogging 140 characters. Um, and as long as on social media is a strong tool that can move, make movements. So um, there is so much power in black Twitter. There was a, a story written that talked about the power of black Twitter, and especially it was amplified, or, or I would say um, BET tapped into it. Okay, I would say BET tapped into it during the award ceremony by, you know, banners and things along those lines. And, again, there was like 12 million TV viewers. People probably, let's be honest, they probably weren't watching BT until they got on Twitter and saw, and they were like, oh, let me hop on. Yeah. But I think they're engaging through social media. That's how powerful it is. It's the network of people, which Marcus Collins touched into. But we're going to get into that later. Right after we drop this song, this is El Varner featuring J. Cole. You want to play something different? I want to play something different. Um, let's play some 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 Camp Low. Where am I Camp Low at? Well, let me get some. Routine. That's that's what I, I want to hear. Is that is that too much to ask? I, I don't want to be like running the show, but I know there's somebody listening right now who's like, yeah, yeah, play that. And if, and if you do want to chime into the conversation, feel free to call in at six four six three seven eight zero nine nine two. Well, 
Sorry about that, Derezny. You don't win this one. It's Camp Lolo. We don't have that one. Oh, wow. So we're going to play L. Varner featuring J. Cole. I want to give it to you. Thank you. I'm the one, but I already knew though uh, It ain't no secret that I get around True, but girl you make me wanna settle down With you, get a crib with a view Lay up in the bed, make a kid, make a two All my ex-girlfriends don't have to get a clue Cause the rumors that you heard about is true I said I only wanna give it to you And I Yeah. 
featuring J. Cole. I want to give it to you. We just found out that is one of Anthony Crawford's favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, he loves <laughs> Elvis. Never said that. He just likes Elvis. You know, thank you. She's my wife. That's all. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, she knows it. No, she now knows. she knows. We okay. had to work a couple of times. She knows. Keep going. Without that. Well, that's consistency. That's what. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, y'all, we have our creative director in the studio with us, uh, Anthony Crawford. Say what's up to our listeners. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's Anthony Crawford. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Man, know you. Oh, man. Um, well, of course, my name is Anthony Crawford, CD of 15 Hertz, and I'm from the good old, good old city of Memphis, Tennessee. You can get the best barbecue in the world. If you go to the right places. And uh, I'm a graduate of MTSU. Uh, greatest school in the world. I I, uh, I, I believe. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I graduated with a uh, bachelor's in graphic design, fine arts. Awesome. You forgot the most important part. What is what is that? You're my roommate. Well, I didn't know that was important at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, no, no, you are my roommate. Yeah. So, Anthony Crawford, my roommate. There we go. Nice to have you on the show today on the drum. Yep, yep. Definitely, man. So we we got you on the show today to talk about creative creativity and um, ultimately design, which is a very, 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 very important factor in this industry. So for those who don't know, maybe because you did not notice, Facebook has a new logo or logo type. Um, and Anthony, really? yeah, I know, I know. It, it's really, really subtle. Um, again, this is coming from um, Adweek. When I found this out, I was, you know, just surfing through it, and I, I could barely tell the difference. And Very subtle. Many other people can't. So what is the difference? Can you, like, paint a picture for, the, you know, the art directors who are tuning in and listening and those who are aspiring to be art directors? Take a picture on the difference between the previous logo and the new logo. Well, it's nothing. It's not really a major shift. It's um, what brands are trying to do. Try to create a a logo type, if you will, to fit the modern trend. Um, that's one thing about logo design. As time progresses, there are new styles and new ideas that cultivate your logo. You don't want to be, in a sense, like IBM, be all the way in the past and have a logo that kind of sings like in the 60s or 70s or, you know, stuff like that. Not saying that is, but you want something that fits the new look. And that's what Facebook did here. Um, in 2005, they came out with the original Facebook type, which was Clavica. It was done by Process Type. It's kind of a, they try to go for a more grown, older feeling, which if you look at the typeface, everything is kind of squared off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, if you're not a designer, I mean, you wouldn't see it or notice it from the naked eye, but it's some aspects of the new typeface that they created that's kind of interesting. It's more rounded. It's more friendly. You see a lot more curvature. It's like Think of Facebook just off a little bit of weight and said, hey, look at me now. I slipped down. I'm trying to be sexy. And that's what um, Josh Higgins said. He wanted to go for something. And Josh Higgins was the creative director of Facebook. And he was saying that they wanted to go for a more modern look, something that just fits the overall feel of what logos are today. They're sleek. They're round. And, you know, they kind of get a more friendlier approach. So if you really look, if you go ahead and um, check out this, you can go to creativityonline.com for really see. Or you can go to our Twitter page. Oh, you can go to Twitter. Tweet it. Oh, which is at we are 15 hertz. We are the verb A R E. 
1.5-HZ, and you can see uh, what we're talking about. It's different for someone like myself who's not. Yeah, look, uh, tell, tell, tell them what you see. What I see is the difference in the A. Now, y'all, I don't know no, the no. difference between this A and that A, but there's a difference in the A. It's, it's, um, and then I do see the swimming down. Even the F looks a little thinner to me. Just this F looks a little notice thinner. The, notice the C and the E relationship. You see how it's like curved and fits the curve of the E? Oh, okay. Like flat right there. Yeah. And then at the bottom, near the stem of the B, there's like a little curve and then a dent. It's not there on the original. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. I didn't see the B. I didn't see the E. So basically, Oh, man, if you, if you really take it apart, you can just, it's a few gems in there. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I didn't see that. So basically, you're saying that the, the original E had like a, a, a flat back. Well, the C is kind of flat and the, and the side connected to the E. And now everything's just a little rounder. I didn't yeah. even notice that. So, so Facebook is doing a lot of little sudden changes, like these little small changes. Um, not only did they change their logo, they have new like avatars, a little simple girl, boy, little avatars. Like before you have, before you place the photo, it's like one of those um, um, symbol holders. They they've changed that. They even darkened the tint of their blue. No, no, they lighten it. The blue is. A, a little lighter. It's a little darker. It's a little darker. Yeah, a little darker. So, and I got a question. Why Why do you feel that Facebook, do you think they needed to change the way their logos looked, or was it just something that, you know, in-house they just felt like, hey, let's just try something different. Let's try something different. Honestly, I feel like they wanted to, like I said before, fit a new era. Yeah. But in my opinion, and from what I read on the blog, I mean, it's not a big change. Yeah. You know, think of it as, Microsoft. Today it's um, four squares in a certain perspective in Microsoft. But at first it was like crazy, like windows yeah. and all the colors. And it's like, if, in my opinion, if you're going to make a change, make it slightly noticeable. Okay. You know, I mean, yes, it did make news, but think of it as from a consumer standpoint. If you're going to make a change on rebranding, let people notice it at least. I don't think people have even noticed it, and so for probably creators, art directors, right. graphic designers, but that's a very small amount of people. Yeah. Think about the people who actually log on to the, to the site, log on and interact with the logo. Yeah. I mean, like the director said, she didn't know it's an A. I mean, that's, that's a given. Yeah. But yeah. compared to what I found out, it's like, oh, my God, it's such an interesting change. But yet Josh, you know, John Higgins says we want to fit the modern look. So what is the modern look? Making it a little bit bigger and putting a few little – you know, little knocks and nicks on it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's successful, but it still looks like Facebook to me. Right. It's still, it's still Facebook. Very much so. Does it give me a new, does it feel like it's young and slimmer look? No, it still looks like Facebook. If I were to glance away and look back at it, I would still see Facebook. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, Facebook is also doing some more other things there. Um, trying to um, last week Wednesday they announced that they're trying to test out on um, iPhones, particularly on the mobile platform, um, uh, a list of related videos when they click to watch a certain video. So, so there will be like a suggested video reel, just like um, just like how YouTube. You watch one, which watch you watch one video, they give you a whole slew of videos to watch. Yes. And, or they make you watch another one. <laughs> yeah, because YouTube has that, that auto-play. You forget that you've done that music video, and now 
take over. It's gonna do its own thing. It will. It'll <laughs> play all night long. I mean, so. like Erica Badu. Next time I'm in it, you come around, maybe playing some AD, uh, ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so again, you know, um, advertisers, this is an opportunity for us because Facebook is basically going to take advantage of that type of theme, and those suggested video feeds will include video ads and like, um. It will include video ads and created content ads. I mean, create content video, and Facebook will split the money from those ads um, that view um, those ads are viewed with certain creators and media companies. So, for those who are on your iPhone, when you access Facebook on your iPhone on a mobile platform, specifically iPhone, you will see how they're testing out this content. So, it's basically video advertising on Facebook. Um, so yeah, Facebook is they, they're staying alive. They're they're staying alive. A lot of people, especially like Generation Z, because I, I tutor. I hear kids all the time like, I'm done. Like Facebook is just where my mom is and da da da. But Facebook ain't dead. Facebook ain't dead. Just like TV isn't dead. But hey, don't listen to me. I'm just a media planner. Plug that in. I'm just a media planner for 15 hertz. But um, thank you, Anthony. Thank you. But stick around. We got um, some more things that we want to talk about. According to uh, Ad Age, uh, we have some good, good, great, great advice for our millennial sisters and brothers who are looking for a job. So I'm telling you, my recent graduates, okay, you're a recent grad. I want you to listen up. And if you own a company or you started a startup or you need some sort of assistance from individuals like ourselves, recent graduates, have a degree, hungry for the industry, also listen up. Ad Age released seven steps to develop a virtual internship. Okay? Very simple. Um, and something that I don't know, have anybody, have you participated in a virtual internship before? Anthony? I'm traditional. Keep me. What about you, CJ? Have you ever done like a, a virtual internship before? No. What does that even mean? So a virtual internship is an internship. Don't don't get it twisted. It's a simple internship, meaning that you're leveraging your time and your knowledge and your energy to assist somebody else in in gaining knowledge. I did that for a radio personality, but for someone who has participated, and I know many others probably have, uh, I know sometimes there's some issues, either the person doesn't contact you back or whatever it is. So I released seven steps to develop a strong virtual internship. Step number one, uh, structure the project objective lasting at least a school term. So a school term is... 16 weeks, and I don't think it needs to be that long. It could just be 10 weeks or something along those lines. But the key here is structure the project with clear objectives. Uh, clear objectives. And the route, you know, oh, I need you to complete this logo and have it to me by this date. Just be clear. This is not only going to help you. Um, who is the employer, but it's also going to help the employee or the intern and the internship because this shows um, accountability and gives clarity what you expect your intern to submit and what the intern expects to do. Because I know how it is to feel like a crazy intern running around and just feel like you don't have any direction. Mm -hmm. Step number two, contact the school. Um, a lot of 
individuals are like, I need an intern. You need to be ready to go through paperwork, talk to the dean or, or a professor, even if you go back to your alma mater, because you, you want to come off legit, and ultimately you want that student or that apprentice to get credit if they need credit of, of some sort. Step number three, if you have an agency or, or a project manager underneath you, you know, appoint someone other than yourself, other than the person who runs the project or the CEO or the president, appoint someone else to be the lead and to check in or supervise with your intern. Please. Okay, just appoint someone. If you know you're busy but you need the assistance, maybe you just got to call your cousin and be like, hey, I'm going to need you to just call this person every Tuesday when I can't just uh, to check. Or, oh, Pookie, Pookie don't know anything. Pookie, may not, if Pookie don't know nothing, then Pookie don't know nothing. No, <laughs> if you do have somebody else to leverage it, and if not, then if you don't have someone to assign in step number four, schedule reporting or status calls. So if you can't assign someone to check on your intern, then just schedule something. And whether it's every Tuesday I need you to send me an update or of, of my Sprouts social stats or something along those lines to make sure that the intern is scheduling tweets or posts or whatever the situation is, just make sure that there's a schedule. Step number five, everyday technology and tools. So make sure your, your intern has a laptop, a phone, internet access, those things are very important because I know how it is. I remember I had an internship, I had to borrow a laptop because mine wasn't working. I didn't want to tell nobody because I was trying to lose jobs. Step number six, well-defined deliverables. We do the same thing as step number one. Clarity, 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 clarity. And step number seven, which is my favorite step, I think this is the most important part. Go ahead. Money. Internships of this type should be paid. What? that your intern is putting in. If you got to pay your intern and gift cards from Walmart, maybe, that won't hurt, you know.
to listen to the drum, and we have another great show for you. We Brought will. to you by the Marcus Brown Project, and we definitely want to do a huge shout-out to our sponsors, Beats by Dre, Pepsi Co., and Usher's New Look Foundation. Yeah, Pepsi. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Thank you so much, Pepsi. Um, um, thank you again. Uh, we have a lot more that's coming up. Just check out our sites whenever. Let's say you miss us on Thursday, but we still have content up for you every single day. Definitely. Until next time, we're going to leave y'all with Migos featuring Drake, Versace. <laughs> shout out Migos, shout out Zay Talk. Migos and Drake at the Versace store. Yeah. Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm Numenati. This is a gated community, please get the f*** up the property. That must be changing cause I'm at the top and there's no one on top of me. Just be wanting a verse for a verse, but man, that's not a swap to me. Grinding in compliments, pulling the back out that look like Metropolis. I think I'm selling a million for sweet man, I guess I'm an optimist. Born in Toronto, but sometimes I feel like Atlanta adopted us. What the f*** is you talking about? Saw this coming like I had binoculars, boy. Versace, Versace, we stay at the mansion when we in Miami. The pillows, Versace, the sheets of Versace, I just want a Grammy. I've been so quiet, I got the world like, what the f*** is he planning? Just make sure that you got a backup plan, cause the might come in handy. Started a label, the album is coming September, just wait on it. This year I'm eating your food in my table, got so many plates on it. Honey, this TV at my house, I sit back like, damn, I look great on it. I do not f*** with your new don't ask for my take on it. Speaking of lingo, man, this for my that trap out the bando. Bendo, bendo. This for my that call up a nano. <laughs>